You are listening to WKNC. This is your host, Abdullah Najjar, and in today's episode of Connecting the Pack, I am joined by uh, Bastian Hauser. Uh, Bastian is a student from Germany uh, who recently came to the United States uh, to start studying at NC State University. And today we will try to explore some of um, some of his experience in, in, in Germany and to further understand uh, what brought him here to the U.S. and the uh, lessons that he learned uh, throughout his journey so far. So, um, Bastian, welcome to the studio. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, I would like to start off uh, with uh, a question that I'm sure you get asked a lot when, whenever you meet Americans here, um, or maybe even international students, and that is um, the reason behind showing up to the United States and, and NC State. So uh, what, what, what fueled your interest to show up to the United States? Mm-hmm. Um, let me like start by explaining my program. Absolutely. Because I'm studying business or international management, and I'm part of a program where you spend two years in your home country, and then you spend two years in a foreign country. And uh, I knew that I wanted to study abroad for as long as possible. Um, And so when I applied for the program, I already had to take the decision where I wanted to go to. And to be honest, at that time, I didn't think, I didn't have a huge pro and con list. It was more of an intuitive decision. Like, I mean, US sounds cool. Um, (laughs) I know that it's like, a country that is very important in world politics and mm-hmm. um, I heard a lot of cliches about <laughs> Americans and okay. just heard a lot of stories and I wanted to find out myself, wanted to explore it. And um, I also thought that it's like a unique chance to study in the US because it's quite far away from home. Mm-hmm. You can probably live in France at another point, for example, or in another European country. So I just wanted to get yeah, yeah, that's that's actually very interesting. Uh, and what's even more interesting is 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 wanting to <laughs> to make sure that the the cliches are actually true. <laughs> but no, this, this is something we will we, maybe we can talk about later. Where, whether or not some of the things that you you know the preconceived notions actually uh, match the reality of what you saw here. So this is something maybe we can talk about later because I'd be interested to know more about it. But um, so when say. Let's say um, when you when you first showed up here, may, walk me through some of the expectations you had about uh, the education system and generally the community, college community. Did you have any expectations? And if so, what uh, did they match what, what you what you saw in real in real life here in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about education system, yeah. Um, I've been told that there's a lot of assignments and quizzes and so a lot of work during the semester, Mm -hmm. which is very different from studying in Germany because in Germany, like the most amount of, like you have one exam at the end of the semester and that's basically your whole grade. So um, I've been told this, but I've still was surprised by how many things you need to do (laughs) <laughs> just during a regular week. Um, and also that exams aren't as important as in Germany. So, I mean, you can fail an exam and still 
I mean, you could fail your final exam and still pass uh, the course, for example. Right. Um, then I think like one part of studying in the US, like one of the pictures you had in your heads are like uh, huge fat parties, football games, <laughs> red drinking cups, uh -huh. um, yep. stuff like this. Turned out to be kind of accurate. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so especially with college football. Yeah. Just I mean it's unusual because my like my home university there are like five thousand students, I think, studying there. Oh, so it's a, it's a small university. Yeah, where I'm from. And I think how many people fit into Carter Finlay Stadium? Sixty thousand, something like this. I think so. So essentially your entire the entire student body of your university in Germany would technically fit into one stadium here in, 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 in at NC State. <laughs> is that is that true? <laughs> like ten, 10 times my student body. Oh in my! If I remember correctly, we have we were five thousand students back oh. in Germany. I mean, to be fair, it's Reutling. It's a very small university, uh -huh. so that's not usual. But just having all these uh, like huge events. Planes flying over your football stadium, stuff like this right. was just very new, but very very fun. <laughs> so. so okay, so that's actually interesting because I I would think that here in the United States, um, mo mo most of the students when they go into college, they form the sort of uh, they form some level of connection to their to their host institution, right? It's as if it's their home now, and uh, they. You know, you can see it with the with the merchandise and you know people putting on hoodies and shirts and things that have uh, that are exclusive to that university. You know, you see a person walking around with an NC State hoodie, for example. Um, I'm wondering if that level of intimacy that students form is is um, with their with their university is the same in Germany. Uh, do you guys have uh, this sort of uh, I guess commodification. Of, of the university experience and, and, and this sort of connection to to the year, to your college or it's just an educational institution? Mm, so generally speaking, not yeah. as much as mm. in the US. You're not... Um, maybe also because there aren't... Because like university sports aren't as big in Germany as they are in the US. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you have merchandise from it exists that you have like merchandise from your university but maybe you have like one shirt one sweatshirt and <laughs> like, yeah and you bury it to sleep because you got it free at the first day of, <laughs> of the studies or something wow um from the university where i'm from so like Kreutling university and our faculty so kind of do college um it's called esb mm -hmm. that's the business school there and they try to like enforce it a little more like that you have like some sort of school spirit um and that you feel connected to yeah you your college or also your study program which worked for us because we were about 100 students oh. in one semester in a study program yeah so you felt so i felt quite connected to my college and to my fellow students um but i think that's more unusual mm. so um, we also went to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna sound fun. <laughs> uh, so, for example, there are also it's like there's one sports competition in a year uh, for kind of business colleges or faculties or something, and 
I also participated in one of them. Okay. Um, so, but that's not the rule. That's probably something that's quite unusual. Interesting. So. Yeah, because I've been thinking about that. You know, when, when I um, when I when I first showed up here and and you know in the U.S., uh, I definitely felt like there's uh, you know, the sort of university spirit is is, is pretty high. You know, since yeah. feel at least maybe to you know first uh first year students <laughs> before they get super busy but there is that certain uh, th- there's a level of intimacy that they form toward their institution that i don't think is is something that that is you know self-evident uh in libya where i come from um with with you know with college students back home or even in, in school so i wondered if, if if that is something that uh maybe only exists in the Western world, or maybe if it's just exclusive to the United States, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel like Germany, like you said, I mean, it seems like your experience is rather the exception than, than the rule. Yeah. Interesting. And still, like, where I was from, it was far not as extreme, kind of, not extreme, but uh-huh. um, not as much as in the NC State. Wow. So. Okay, so tell me about... <laughs> uh, Tell me about something that y- y- you find uh, that maybe you appreciate about the college experience here in the U.S. that you think is worth shipping back home <laughs> to your uh, home institution. If if you actually thought about this thoroughly, that is. Um, so the first thing that comes to my mind is that you have some general education courses here. Uh-huh. Um, this was actually one of the reasons I decided to come to the U.S. Oh. Um, because I think it's a cool idea that you also have to learn about a little bit about sciences, a little about, bit about humanities or just things that aren't from your major. Mm-hmm. Um, first, because I think it's interesting and it's cool to like learn about uh, things from different areas and also because I think that you can, that it but will that you will benefit from just having a more broader idea uh, about the world and not only knowing things from your specific uh, field of study. Mm, that's yeah. I think it's that's and that's a. I think it's worth um, maybe applying to other universities abroad that that do not that don't do that. Right. Um, so what about? Um, <laughs> What about the, the sort of what about sports in general? Do you guys um, do you guys focus a lot on sports in college, or is that something that is very much U.S. exclusive? <laughs> mm, so, what I noticed, I think um, that you have sports linked to your university or mm-hmm. linked to your high school. That's like kind of U.S. exclusive. Yeah. Um, because um, at least in Germany, you tend to have more like a club or something, uh, but which is open to everyone. So it does, though you have people from different schools uh, going to your club or also like later in life when some people are already working, for example, soccer clubs back home. Um, it's just a club itself it doesn't have to do anything with any high school or college or something mm. so i think it's separated separated yeah um 
there are like you can participate in sports uh, through your university for example but it's often in cooperation with set clubs that you can just partic participate there for free or something um yeah interesting so okay let me see if, if we can maybe explore more about uh your involvement on campus so what, what would you say is 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 uh some uh what would you say is an entity here on campus that, that you are very much involved in <laughs> um i would say the student newspaper so i'm writing for technician uh -huh. um i'm pretty involved in that i'm also part of the sailing club oh uh, <laughs> okay but like in the last few weeks i've done more for technician oh wow yeah. Okay, well maybe we can start with the sailing club and then move into uh, technician. So, the sailing club. How did that start? How uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did you get involved with the sailing club here? Um, I've been at breakfast, so where all the different clubs just talk about what they're doing, uh -huh. and there was a sailboat. I talked to them. I thought, oh yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look at it. And uh, that's. Oh, I ended up in sailing club. And I, I love it. It's cool. Oh, man. That reminds me of the time I joined the Irish Dance Club. I literally saw <laughs> there, like, I saw a stand and, and a couple of students talking about their Irish Dance Club. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let's join it. Very spontaneous. So so technically, you didn't have experience in sailing. You just... No. Uh, wow. So did you... Where did you guys... Um, Where'd you guys go recently? I'm sure you've had like some sort of experience that is uh, memorable with them, right? Yeah. So you usually go sailing on Lake Crabtree, which okay. is 15 minutes away from campus. Um, but during fall break, yeah, it was fall break, uh, we've been on a trip with the sailing club. We went to Beaufort, mm -hmm. um, so at the east coast, at the outer banks. Oh, do you know Cape Lookout? I don't. I don't think so. No, I. Just, just part of the outer banks. Okay. And um, we sailed, like, to the outer banks, camped there. It was a lot of fun. Oh man, no, really I cool. bet. And how long did you guys stay there? Um, two nights. That's man. I'm sure it was a wonderful experience. Yeah, I think it, generally speaking, I think it, uh, there are a lot of places here in North Carolina that people recommend that I should go. Uh, visit and and and, and uh as you go camping in these places so i think i'm sure you guys had a wonderful time um did you go camping yet in north carolina no really <laughs> i should right yeah <laughs> i should <laughs> yeah so let's well let, let's maybe talk about technician so technician is you know student-led newspaper here on campus and you said you got involved in that so how how did you get involved in in, in media, in, in student media? Mm, so um, I've wrote for, I've written for some, for two newspapers before coming to the US. Oh. And so I knew that I also wanted to do it here. And I'm just, so I looked up the website, Bryce sent them an email, was like, hey, I want to join <laughs> you guys. Can I come over? <laughs> okay. They were like, yeah, come over. <laughs> and so, yeah, just attended one. I wanted to go to the news section. So I just, attended the news section meeting and yeah wow. got involved so walk me through maybe we can you can walk me through the the nature of the work that you do so do you 
what what particular uh say aspect of technician that you are or what particular position do you have uh, with technician uh do you are you a photographer do you write stories and do you, or do you combine them both or what can you tell me about that um so as of now i'm a correspondent which means i'm writing so and i also want to like write for technician in the future i'm not a photographer i don't know <laughs> a lot about okay. about it um and yeah we meet once per week uh talk about things that we think that could be interesting and if someone wants uh to write about the specific topic they can just take it write an article yeah interesting so what what topics have you written about and wh- what experiences did you have so far w- with technician Mm, a wide range of topics so I don't like have a specific <laughs> beat or something okay tell uh, me about the ones that you think are most interesting <laughs> um, so I wrote about theater and so this was actually for culture for the culture section uh-huh. uh, about theater in Raleigh I wrote an article about like curseware courseware such as Cengage or Pearson uh-huh. uh, just where you have to pay for it for example to take your exams or to submit your quizzes things like this. Yeah. Um, I wrote something about NC State's first Latin ex-student body president. What else? Um, we had a talk about a professor was talking about the implication that AI has for teaching and research and mm. things like this. Okay, let me pick up on one thing from from those, those from <laughs> the different things that you wrote about. Theater. So you said something about culture and, and theater. Um, tell maybe you can share with me in the audience uh, what the content was, because I think that that's something that, that is interesting to, to explore. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Um, so it was a play in Raleigh Little Theater, which is eight minutes away from uh, Hill Library, Hill, Hill on campus, right? Uh, Hillsborough. No, Hill Library? Oh, Hill Library, yes. So that's eight, the one on campus. Yeah, not that is the one on campus, okay. main campus. Okay, yeah. so it's like <laughs> maybe six minutes away by foot from Hill Library. Oh. Um, and it was a play about, uh, do you know Stephen King's book, Misery? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, um, I know about Stephen King, but not okay. necessarily the book. <laughs> he wrote a book called Misery, and it was the theater adaption of a movie that was based on the book <laughs> oh wow That's so an interesting daisy chain <laughs> yeah 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 but um very well done um i think i'm allowed to say it now because i gotta stay neutral in the newspaper uh-huh, like, uh, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> i could say that i think it was a very good play um but uh, they had like the stage in the middle of the audience oh so the audience was on the left on the right of the room and the stage was like in the middle of the room. Wow. It's like you're watching like a catwalk, you know, with modeling. Yeah. Yeah. Is that essentially yeah. wow. Isn't that weird though? I mean, that's not something we're used to, right? When we're seeing like a theatrical performance. No, I mean you were <laughs> really close to what happened, but I think that's that's a good thing. Wow, so you were in the front row. No, but like the audience in general is much closer. Uh, everything that happens. So. Wow. So technically, you guys were on either side, and the stage was in between the audience. Yeah. Like, it separates you to a right side and a left side. 
And uh, okay, so that that is fascinating. Well, <laughs> well, what was what was what were they performing about? What was it? What was a theme? I mean, you said misery. Does that have to do something with like sadness? Or does it have to do anything with that? Or so the story was about the writer who had a car accident, uh-huh. and somewhere in the U.S. was cold, was snowy, and he had a car accident, and the nurse found him, took him home because like the roads were blocked due to the snow and she couldn't reach a hospital and stuff. Yeah. And then she took him home, helped him to recover, and at some point of the play, things get kind of out of hand. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, okay. I've never... I'll have to look it up, but that that is... So how long did it last? How? Uh... Not quite sure. Maybe one and a half hours, maybe <laughs> two, something around that. And is that your first ever uh, theater performance that you witness live or in the U.S.? Okay. Right. <laughs> well, that's fascinating. And okay, so how does it? Um, did you did you when you said you pitch an idea to the editor what you want to do? Did you have to look this up this theat- theatrical performance prior or what? How do you? How do you know, say, what's going on at NC? Or do you do research? Do you ask around? What is your approach? So this particular piece or this particular article I wrote with a friend, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if she had the idea or if she just picked it up from somewhere, but in this case, I didn't come up with the idea. I just thought, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Also want to write about it. But, for example... for example, the article about the uh, first Latinx student body president, uh-huh. like I saw a very small uh, photo, I think, somewhere in the library yeah. where there was like three sentences about her. I thought, oh yeah, okay, that sounds interesting. I want to dig deeper into that. And um, that's what I did. And then I pitched the article and they were like, yeah, sounds interesting. Write about it. Wow. So. That's... That's really fascinating. Um, to, to to actually be involved in, in in well actively involved in what's going on on campus and, and writing about it or even off campus, right? <laughs> uh, so so you said that you became a staff writer. Is that is uh, that an accurate assessment of? Not yet. Not yet. What what well, what would it take to become a staff writer? Um, you have to write a certain amount of articles, have a certain amount of editing sessions, um, short quiz, talk with your editor-in-chief. Oh. Um, did I talk about trainings? You have to do some trainings. Okay. And then, yeah, I think that's it. Wow. So is there a current project that you're working on right now that uh, or some some piece, maybe you can't share the details, Oh, you can't. Wow. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but I just finished an article about uh, surplus sale. Um, surplus sale. Um, like where the university sells all the stuff that the different departments don't need anymore. Oh. Uh, I think it should be published in a few days. So. Okay. I, I look forward to reading that. I, I sure do. Uh, so um, what, what have you, generally speaking, I mean, Outside of, of, say, your involvement in student media, what have you learned so far from being uh, in the U.S. for maybe three months now, right? Uh, almost three months, 
Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like key lessons, things that, that may have, uh, I don't know, uh, reshaped your perspective or uh, something that uh, was worth sharing here with the audience. You mean things I learned about the U.S.? Yeah, or? things that may have, um, like, a, like a key lesson, you know, something that maybe, yeah, something you learn about the U.S. or uh, lessons learned from being abroad, you know, being abroad for, for like three months. Mm -hmm. Lessons learned when it comes to maybe being away from family and friends, you know, things of that nature. Mm, I think one of the things is that you realize which behaviors of yours are just culturally shaped. Mm -hmm. So, um, let me think about a good example. Mm. So, you, hmm, I'm not right, I'm not always punctual so I can't use the typical German punctuality example <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, I think uh, it's an interesting moment of silence uh, you can you can think it through maybe I can I can share uh, I can share something from my my mm -hmm. perspective here maybe that it, it resonates with you so I've been I've been abroad for a while, you know. Uh, I've you know, I've lived in Lebanon for a while, away from family and friends, and uh, I've lived in you know in the U.S. Uh, for a short while, five months, and then I, you know, I I came back. You know, my time in the U.S. it lasted for five months was was two years ago. Now I came back. So a lesson that I think a lesson that I learned. Um, was or one of the lessons is is that the the cultural shock or the longing for uh, the sort of life that you had back home or that sort of intimacy that you form uh, with your home home country um, is definitely not going to go away. Uh, you, you will. It's not like you will whole like a hundred percent adapt to this newfound environment you will feel a connection to your home country every now and again and you shouldn't resist that you should you should allow yourself to feel that uh, that's that sort of emotion right the 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 tendency to to, to want to experience sort of the previous mm -hmm. life you should allow that sort of emotion to consume you because if you were to resist that and it would be, it would be unnatural, you know. Mm. Like, be true to your emotions. Uh, not do not allow yourself to resist uh, the emotions that you feel about, you know, the the life back home or mm -hmm. the sort of structure that you had. It's fine. It's fine to feel these emotions. But what's what's even more important is is, is to understand the, these emotions and to understand. It, it, it's a natural thing. You know, we will all go through that. Um, but to always remember that what you're doing here or what, what, what brought you here essentially is uh, the tendency to want to put yourself in discomfort, to put yourself outside of your comfort zone and to experience something new. Um, 
because that's that's I think where true growth lies. So even though you will feel longing for your home country and, and, and sort of structure that you had, it's also important to experience discomfort every now and again because cool. that's where where true true growth lies. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a lesson I learned, but. I'm sure that that's something that resonates with you as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you also said something a bit about culture shocks yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. we can explore that too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> so that's probably also a lesson I learned. Um, I think that's that might not be the case for you because Germany is, I mean, Germany and US are both Western countries. Mm -hmm. um, so when I first came here, I didn't have a huge culture shock and I, mean, I was like oh okay like those <laughs> stoplights are looking funny and stuff and <laughs> <Okay. laughs> everybody's and yeah. everybody's driving a truck but it was like a huge culture shock in the beginning <laughs> everybody's driving <laughs> a truck that's funny <laughs> um but i would say um maybe like the culture shock comes the other way around so like the longer you're here mm -hmm. the more you discover differences oh. opposed to okay in the beginning everything's new and then slowly you get used to it and stuff like this yeah i mean i'm gonna stay here for another one and a half years so we'll see <laughs> if that actually turns out to be true or i'm completely wrong yeah you're, we're gonna But, test that yeah <laughs> well that's yeah no i think the longer you spend uh the longer you stay in a different environment the more you start to understand what the environment is all about, right? The more you start to understand the differences and, and, and the nuances that this, this environment provides. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's really interesting that you would, you know, even though it is a Western country, I'm sure, you know, there's a lot that you will discover throughout your stay here. Um, so since we're approaching sort of the end of our episode here and recording, I would like to uh, wrap up by, by asking you um, this question. Um, what is the would what is the the thing that you would recommend an international student do uh, at NC State uh, before they graduate or before they leave? <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a bit biased, but okay. I think that it's actually a good idea to join student media. Yeah, <laughs> because because you get to talk to so many people you wouldn't otherwise have talked. So yeah, um, I learned about all crazy sorts of clubs that exist. <laughs> uh, uh, I got projects from the library. Or uh, you just um, get in touch with many, many more things than you would usually do just for you. maybe uh, your study program or one club or something. So. I mean, it's always a good idea to get involved, but I think especially if you're reporting on things that happen on campus, campus, of course, you learn far more about campus than you would just do in your daily life. I love can that. You, can I you confirm that? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, being involved here got me, it, I got to know you from, 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 from student media. I got cool. to know another international student here from student media. And I also learned ma many things about student media that, 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 uh, That I never thought I would I would learn about like the, the story of one of our former journalists here who unfortunately passed away in Libya, a country that 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 I come from. You know, he goes yeah. to Libya as as a photojournalist documenting the war and unfortunately passes away. 
So there's definitely, uh, I totally agree. I mean, there's definitely a lot to uh, <laughs> that you will learn from being involved in student media. So that's that's. Uh, I would also recommend international students to get involved. Um, but yes, uh, anything else you want to add, Bastion? That uh, uh, maybe a message to uh, maybe like something you, about travel or recommendations. <laughs> mm. I mean. Try to, I mean, it's basic, but try to go to the North Carolina Atlantic coast. It is <laughs> okay. really beautiful. Yeah, that's good. Well, Bastian, I want to thank you for your time and, and for this conversation. It was a pleasure having you here. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks. Thank you.